turn on. Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today I have my friend Gina from Modesto, California, and we both um, uh, went to the Nashville show last night. I literally just got home from my flights today, and uh, and uh, but Gina and I we met back in uh, last June at the Runaway Trip, and we've been yep. friends ever since. And uh, Gina, myself, and a bunch of other friends all hung out all day yesterday. And uh, well, anyway, how you doing, Gina? I'm good. Good. Thank you again for coming on so late, and you know, getting this, uh, and you know, what's fresh in our heads, and. Yeah, I there was so much I wanted to talk about. I don't want anything to. I don't want to forget anything. So. Right. Exactly. But, um, so yeah, but we had a great time uh, yesterday. You, know, you, me, and a bunch of others. You know, we did so much uh, during the day and stuff. And uh, but uh, we'll talk about the show, I guess. But uh, before we do, I want to talk about how you became a Bon Jovi fan. So I've been a fan probably since 1986, 87. House had my own TV, and I'd record MTV all the time. And I think my favorite, besides living on a prayer, probably like "Lay Your Hands on Me" when he'd come across on the wire. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back in the day before DVRs and all that stuff, I just yeah. record everything. Well, it, I'm so thankful that YouTube exists because I wasn't even alive then. I wasn't uh, even a twinkle in my dad's eyes. Right. So if YouTube exists and I can kind of uh, watch that stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What's your favorite song of all time? Um, well, my favorite is probably Sleep When I'm Dead because it gets me going in the morning. And besides yeah. living on a prayer, um, Wanted is my ringtone. So like, <laughs> Any of those three are good. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll start talking about the show. So I know you and I we both did uh, VIPs, and I'll let you talk about you know yours. Uh, but mine. So I, for Milwaukee, I did um, the Better of Rose. So I did three shows on this tour. Uh, Milwaukee, I did the Better of Rose, uh, which was the more expensive, the front row package, and and all that. But this. Uh, I did this VIP because I had a good view of the show. I, it was a 10th row, and um, I like the merchandise. So that helped me. You got, like, guitar picks. You got this hat. Um, you know, but a guitar. I better list everything off here. Guitar picks, the hat. You got a fanny pack, which I'll have to learn how to rock that. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, My wife was like... Don't wear that near me. Don't wear that. <laughs> so I joked with her I was going to wear it all day today at the airport. Uh, hand sanitizer, a battery, which I, this was cool, the the charger pack. Yeah, I saw that. So that was great because, like, my phone was, like, halfway dead, and I was able to plug it in, and uh, it was great. Great. So, yeah, and then you got a good view of the show. So it was, it was worth it. It was the lesser um, of the VIP, like, the, the third in line. Um so, and then so I'll let you talk about yours real quick. Yeah, it's good to know you had a good view still of that in that row. It's great. Mm-hmm. So I was second row. I had the I had the bed of rosé um, package, and it came with the wine charms. I don't know if you can see them. I have them here for you. Oh. Yeah. Yep. 
And I got, it's a wine um, stopper. And then yeah, the- I, I can't even, can you get yours out of the box? I can't get mine. Uh, I've had mine for three weeks now and I can't even get it out of the box. I have not tried yet, but I'll, I'll let yeah. you know I struggle. And then the pool float, you saw that there. Yeah, the, the fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, and then the cup, another favorite. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite of the uh, the Better Roses uh, March pack. That was my favorite item. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so you were second row center. I was tenth row on Phil's side, and uh, well, I, I originally I had eleventh row, and yeah. uh, there wasn't there was a couple seats that were empty, so we moved up. So we were actually. 10th row on Phil's side, but between John and Phil's, so like seats three and four or whatever, or no, like 10, 11. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were right yeah. in front of Phil, so yeah. that was great. I, and I noticed, so I did three shows, and I noticed that there were so many VIP members for this show compared to the uh, Milwaukee Rally, which I did. Um, I remember, like the line for the Better Roses just was never ended. There were so many people, which which was great. Yeah, but I remember, like that they said, you know, VIP check in was like at six and stuff. But like, I remember it was still it was going on past six thirty before everyone was in, and then uh, then we came in after you guys because that was the uh, the package under you, and uh, and then sound check was so this was this was the cool part. So I, I don't know if you heard it, but I remember. We were like the fifth, so you guys had your line, and then our line was next to you. I was like the third person in line, waiting. And uh, I remember like Lou and uh, Darren, and for people that everyone that's listening to this podcast knows who those guys are. So yeah. I remember they kept coming in and out, Ob and all of them. And every time they opened the door, you could hear a sound check, and the band was rehearsed and let it rain, which was so cool. Uh-oh. Yeah, I heard them. Re- I heard them rehearsing too, but I couldn't quite catch what what it was. But yeah, it was yeah. cool to hear it. Yeah, it was "Let It Rain" and it was uh, great. I I heard him do like the instrumental over and over and over, and then I could hear John sing a little bit. Um, and then uh, when they let us in, uh, they opened an act. Jessa, who was good, uh, she was rehearsing, and so okay. so we had to wait kind of outside of the. What's the word I'm looking for? My brain's a little fried from the last two days. Um, but we weren't able to go get go to our seats yet because she was rehearsing. And she sounded great. During re- I, I love listening to Soundcheck, you know, kind of listen to the, the, the bands kind of get the sound right and, and work everything out. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we, you know, you were at your VIP thing. So we went down to the floor and I talked with friends and stuff. And I saw Obi, talked to Obi for a little bit and uh, and just wait for the show to start. What, what did you, you didn't see Jessa. You were probably no. starting the party. Yeah. We went straight into the VIP room and got our food. And then they had, they had some games for us to play, like trivia. And that's when that one girl won, you know, won the guitar and... It was just fun catching up with everybody in there. And I met some new people, which is always great. And we had a great time in there. And then it was time to go. All of a sudden, the the contest they were having kind of ran over. And so we're like, oh, we got to get down to the floor. 
And so we got down there and um, as I'm walking down the steps, as the lights came down, I'm like, oh no, I need to get to my seat. Yeah, run real fast. Yeah, and then we didn't even have time. I mean, I was trying to record, yeah. you know, what was going on and uh, yeah. I'll let you talk about that, but yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. before yeah. we get into the good stuff, we'll okay. talk. About, I did notice that too. I noticed right when the show was starting, I don't want to give anything away just yet. But I, I noticed that a lot of the, because rows one to 10 were primarily the VIP people and they were in the in the VIP lounge. And so a lot of those seats were empty. I'm like, the show, I, I had the same problem in Milwaukee. Um, maybe I just didn't hear the announcement, but I remember like, I looked at my watch, like the show's gonna start any second. So I ran down and luckily I got to my seat in time. But last night I I saw that a lot of, not a lot of the, uh, VIPs in their seats yet. So, but let's get into the good stuff now. So, um, this is the very last show of the 15 month tour. And John even said during this um, uh, show that th these 15 dates were just a, t a trial run to see if they could still do it after two and a half years, um, which we'll, we'll get to that. So, anyway, so we'll get to the my favorite part of the show. So, we know that the last 14 shows, they really didn't change anything up. It was the same opening every night. So I was hoping this would this show would be a little different because it's the last night and John can kind of be a little flexible. So this is the, for people that are watching the YouTube video. This was the set list. So the opening. So before the it was going on 8 20 and i saw darren and i saw lou and i uh i saw matt briefly and i saw some other you know like john's inner circle security running uh back and forth so if you're facing the stage on the right yeah okay uh, they okay. were racing i'm like uh, i thought they were going to the sound or the soundboard and then i saw like like event staff just kind of huddle up i saw like 20 event and then i saw rope i saw people starting to, and obviously Something's going on. <laughs> it was like you and I, we, 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 we put two and two together, so we knew something was. And then all of a sudden, I see on the 100 level coming down, I saw Jesse and some of John's family, uh, and then some family members of the other band members um, coming down. And so we knew John was going to pop up in the audience. And I'm looking everywhere for the B stage, like they did on the previous tour, oh, our yeah. previous tours, and didn't see it. And all of a sudden, before the show started, I look up in the 100 section and I saw John with his uh, flag jacket just waiting and, you know, saying hi to fans and, you know, we, and all of a sudden the lights went out and then uh, John started doing acapella. You know, we got to yeah. hold on to what we got. And uh, there was no stage either. He was really just, uh, as far as I know, I looked and I talked to some other friends and they said there was no stage. So he's pretty much just hanging out. You know, stand stand on front of, on top of the chairs or on the steps that goes up the aisle, and just and he sang prayer right in the in the middle of the audience. I I won't get into it, but there was a part of me that really liked that because critics were saying he was lip syncing prayer and blah blah blah. The uh, other yeah. night, which I don't want I don't want to get into that. I don't I don't care about that. What I care about is seeing my favorite band, and I support John. But I'm, we're not gonna get into that. So for me, I was kind of like, how cool is it that he's singing prayer in, in people's faces? Yeah. So I, I like that. Um, 
another thing about that too was that I every tour, especially since the Have a Nice Day tour, John has always been out in the audience playing a few songs, whether it was the beginning of the show, in the middle of the show. Uh, he's always b- tried to do a few songs out to get kind of get that audience connection. Obviously, you know, with this pandemic, <coughs> excuse me, with this pandemic, he wasn't able to do that on this tour, you know, because especially these 14 shows, if he was to go out there and someone has COVID, they catch COVID, you know, the, the tour stops. So I think with Nashville, and I think we're at that point in the pandemic world where we can kind of go back to normal life. Like, you know, this month, at the beginning of the month when I did Milwaukee and rally, you had to wear a mask at the airport. Uh, Nashville, you didn't have to wear a mask at, on the plane in the airport. So things are really relaxed compared to the beginning of the tour to now, just within, you know, a month. So I think John was like, you know what, I'm going to try it, see how it goes. You know, it's the last night. So if anyone was to, you know, hypothetically get sick, you know, the tour is over with. So there's no need to cancel dates or or anything like that. But, but we had a really good, I mean, we were so... Originally, like I said, we were 11th row, seats three and four. So that's where our seats were, and that's right on the aisle where John was going to come down and through. So, we, I mean, we were, like, this close to him. Okay, um, and then right after prayer, that name started. We noticed that no one took those seats in 10th row. So that, that's when we moved, and we were kind of close right between John and Phil. But um, my last thoughts on, on prayer was I haven't seen prayer as an opener in year, I think since 2011, I, they did on 2011, but I don't think I was at any of those shows. So the last time I saw prayers open, I think was, I'd like to say Crush Tour, maybe Lost Tiger, Have a Nice Day Tour. So it was cool to see that again, you know, because we're at that point within the band stage where they're a legacy now. And so fans, you know, you got to say the best for last. And obviously in the general public view, Prayer is one of those songs you want to save for last. Diehards like you and me, we love seeing it as an opener. But oh, yeah. I want to shut up and give you a chance to talk about your experience, you know, with seeing prayer uh, open in the show. Well, I listen to a lot of the YouTube videos and just I just play them even though I'm doing something else. And back when they were younger, I noticed they always opened with that because that was their big hit, you know, mm-hmm. and loved it. And so... Um, to hear him say sing it first, I was like, yes, you know, at least, and he sang it great. And like you said, you know, you don't want to listen to what anybody else is saying, but he just was right on, right on. Oh, he sounded phenomenal. And the way that he was singing those uh, uh, notes in the chord, uh, he was just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, especially the, the uh, bridge, you know, ready or not, you live for the fight when it's all that you got. Yeah. Man. That was great. And, uh, yeah. And then kind of towards the end when he had to, like, you could tell he was kind of, like, getting back up to, he needed to get to the stage, you know. But he did a lot in the crowd. I was really surprised. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it because I was going to mention that earlier. I I totally forgot. I think he really enjoyed having that crowd interaction because, like you said, if you watch previous tour videos when he's out in the audience, you know, he knows when he's got to get back and stuff. You know, this... I'm wondering if maybe this was kind of off the cuff last minute decision, because like I said, I saw some of John's family coming down the aisle um, before, right before all this was happening. 
So I'm wondering, maybe this is off the cuff. Obviously, they didn't have the, a B stage on hand because it just wasn't planned for the tour. So, but either way, you could tell he was just so happy to be with, I mean, he was shaking hands and pumping. Yeah. He took a few selfies and he was just having fun seeing yeah. everyone. And then I noticed he, that bad name was just about to get started. He was all of a sudden starting to rush a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I was wondering, because, so for people that um, are listening, Prayer replaced Limitless. Limitless has was the opener for all 14 of the previous shows. Yeah, and- I that. I didn't get to hear it at all. But And that was one of the songs that when he does, you know, his little interview or his XM radio stuff, he says that he asked Dorothea what should be the first single. And she said Limitless. And I'm like, yeah. So I was like, I was looking forward to hearing it. And yeah. you know, the only show because I'm on the West Coast and you guys are out here. But I was, it was just a great concert anyway yeah. about it. And, you know, we should probably talk about the audibles real quick. Um, the audibles were uh, Have a Nice Day, Limitless, and I Love This Town. Obviously, n- none of those three got played. But with, you know, with Nashville, you know, 2020 was recorded there and Lost Highway was recorded there, especially with the whole country influence of Lost Highway. I was expecting more uh, Lost Highway tracks to get played. I would have thought, now I'll say I'll be there for you was the per we'll get into that was the perfect encore oh. song to finish the but I wish I love this town replaced who says or was after who says before the encore. You know, or even the first encore song, you know. I I wish I love this town got played. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all about Nashville, right? I mean Yeah. That that was in that song influence. So if you look well, you're in your VIP thing, but they have like a series of questions too, like on the screens, just for fun for people to yeah. learn about the band a little bit. And that was one of the questions. And obviously, diehards like you and I know that I love this town's written about Nashville. Yeah. And uh, so I was hoping that was going to get played, but it was nice to see it as an audible because it wasn't an audible or and wasn't played at all uh, during this tour. Right. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Limitless was an audible, but it just wasn't played. Have a nice day. I love this town. So anyway, so back into the, the set list. So yeah, so after prayer, when John's walking back to the uh, uh, stage and he's finished on prayer, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, okay, is he going to go into radio or is he going to do the traditional bad name like that you know like uh you know how you used to do you gotta talk to me you gotta talk to me i want to know do you go take me to the seat then they transition to bad name so i'm like oh please do uh please do bad name and they did they ran right into bad name um so you know they kind of end my little ramble on prayer i was just so i mean as soon as i saw john in the crowd and they started doing prayer because yeah as soon as they started doing prayer i was I was so, I mean, I had so much adrenaline running through my body. I was happy. Yeah. Um, I don't have too much to say about Bad Name, though. You know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I was having fun. I didn't take too many videos or um, photos at on this show because I knew it was the last night of the tour. I know we're not getting anything else this year as far as touring um, in the States. Enjoy it by not recording everything, you know. Yeah, so I kind of want to do it. I did do like three or four videos, and I actually did what I like to call band member cam videos, where uh, 
like like I shot Tico just for Born to Be My Baby, just Tico only, and then Phil for this house, uh, David for Keep the Faith outro, just to kind of give them some appreciation and you know kind of show how talented they are because during a show during a show i'll watch a specific band member and just like watch their talent and you know because a lot of times you know people just watch john and stuff and people don't watch the whole band you know so uh but back to the seller so what did you think of bad name anything you want to say on bad name um just a fan favorite and i know he know he he always wants to play the fan favorites too um but the yeah not much more about that one but radio the next one radio that's a great sing-along song and it's an older song and i'm surprised he sings yeah. it but it's every yeah every night of this tour it got played which i'm i'm saying because it's a huge diehard fan favorite so i think that he was doing this one for the diehards on this tour um you know but just to back up just a, a little bit I was wondering after Bad Name, I was wondering is if, because the 14 shows were kind of consecutively the same show every night, which isn't like Bon Jovi. So I was wondering, is he just going to, is Nashville just going to be off the cuff different? Um, obviously it wasn't, uh, but during Bad Name, I was hoping it would be a little different. But then I saw he kind of got into radio after that. I was like, okay, he's going to start following the same uh set you know same the same list of, from previous shows right. um, yeah so but radio was great um i you know enjoyed it because you know i was wondering i was thinking during that performance show, i was like this might be the last time that I, we see this live for a while because next tour he may he may just not do it anymore um so i don't have anything else to say about radio do you um no i think yeah. that i think it's it was just a great sing-along song as far as that yeah. goes yeah, yeah. I, I've elaborated quite a bit on how much I loved seeing radio live on my other podcast episodes of the tour. So, but yeah, I loved it. It was great. Um, and then they did Born to Follow. I noticed that John didn't, uh, he hasn't been doing the last few shows. Um, he didn't use his guitar for Born to Follow. Oh, no. Yeah. So well, I'm trying not to watch the other videos because <laughs> I wanted to be surprised on everything that yeah. I got in this. Hey, in hey kudos to you because i couldn't do i couldn't do that yeah no my friends were sharing them and everything like no i'm not gonna watch i want to see it live for myself and i'm glad i did i mean it was it was a good it was a good experience so yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this so since you didn't see any videos what did you think of of uh the outro the phil's extra additional solo at the end of born to follow oh i thought it was great yeah no i and he was right there in front of us. You know, you couldn't really. <laughs> he's so entertaining. He's a great. I great, know. So you talented, know. and just when you're that close, you can watch him really play. You know, yeah. not far away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, just to kind of pause through the set list here, the whole band itself, they had they had so much energy and so happy. You know, this show was pretty much more of like, hey, we made all 15 shows none got canceled this is the last night and i always say open a night and last night are always shows you have to do if you can do it open a night because it's you don't know what to expect and the last night because it's more of a celebratory show that they're done with the this tour um yeah and and all the family as usual of every tour all the 
family members were there. You know, um, you know, we saw Jesse, we saw Col uh, Colton, um, and uh, I saw some of John's other family and and blah blah blah. Um, but back into the set. Let me get sidetracked here. Yeah, they were sitting right above you, right on that right side. Because I couldn't see him because I was more up front, but you, everyone's yeah. sitting yeah. up. Yeah, they were all. I I I, I love Gabby. She's uh, yeah. So I I don't really follow what their kids do and stuff. I'm not one of those kind of fans that get into the you know what their kids do and blah blah blah. But I actually follow Gabby because on Instagram because she's a comedian. She's hilarious. So not because of David, but because of her comments. Why I follow her so. Uh, so I, but I saw her. She's so funny. I saw her. She, right now she's got like um, like a cast on her foot, and so like her uh, her her friend and her roommate and stuff. You know her her uh, him and Gabby were all messing around around the arena, and he had her on her shoulder, and she was just having fun singing along <laughs> to the songs. And she posted some stuff on her Instagram, so that was kind of fun to see her having fun and and all of that. And it's 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 great to see their families kind of support them. And you know, because not able to see their families on during the entire tour, and so it's nice that they're able to see all their families, and the families are there to see the the show. Right. Uh, yeah, my words a little scattered because I'm I'm very tired, and uh, I, I only slept for a total of three hours this weekend. So. I know I'm uh, burning it at both ends too here. So. <laughs> so let's get into the next one. It is it's my life. So. As diehards, we know when John takes a break. You know, like I know what songs they're going to go into based on what guitar Phil and Shanks have, and yeah. you know, Hugh. And then if John has a guitar or not. So when he started to introduce the, you know, it's my life. You know, he started talking about Ukraine and right. and, and all this. So I was like, okay, they're doing it's my life. I don't have anything to really say about this one, not that I haven't said before on another podcast. I loved it. It's my life for every time. It's my life started it all for me when I was eight years old, yeah. 2000. So that song to me, I always sing my heart out because I, I have such a connection to it. Um, other than that, you know, I just enjoyed it. How about you? You have anything you want to say about It's My Life? Um, it was nice to hear him talk about Ukraine and, you know, like it wasn't just you know, it's a real thing out there that's happening and that he talked about the guy that was playing the song while they were, you know, over there. What were they doing? Making sandbags or something? I, I, yeah. I didn't yeah. everything. Yeah. And so that was kind of <laughs> started talking about it and then he led into the song. So that was, that was cool. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that was, uh, I, and I felt like the drums, Maybe just because where I stand, I thought the drums were kind of amplified and even louder compared to the other two shows that I did on this tour. Did you notice that the drums were kind of more did. in your face yeah. on this on this show, which was great because I love Tico and I it felt like the drums were a lot louder on this tour compared to some of the other shows that I did on this tour. Yeah, no, I noticed that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. so so I was kind of paying attention to that a lot. Um, on this performance uh next one is beautiful drug for some reason beautiful drug this house and have a nice day they kind of have that same intro hook guitar hook and for some reason i thought it was have a nice day at first like, wow they put have a nice day in pretty early so i th so I, for a split second i was like okay they are starting to sometimes it sounds like that 
and then then I, I was like, oh no 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 this is beautiful drunk you know so uh great um great performance of beautiful drug i don't have much too much to say about this one do you yeah good sing-along song it was one of my yeah. favorites the album came out yeah uh, right away i liked it so um it was good to hear it live yeah yeah, for sure. yeah. so yeah it was great yeah the next one uh born to be my baby just one of those other fun sing-along songs or you know two, three, four, and the whole crowd is jumping. There was a lot of energy with this one, I thought. I mean, the whole crowd was just kind of um, up and I did notice for Nashville, though, who the hardcore fans were and who were the general fans because when they did Beautiful Drug right before Born to Be My a lot of people were sitting down because they didn't know Beautiful Drug. And I remember when John sang two, three, four, everybody got back up and you know, um, was singing, but uh, I you could tell who the diehards were. And another thing too about you know just the diehards, you know, you know, a lot of the diehards always go to the last show of the tour, so it, you you see a lot of familiar faces, which is great. Um, with the last with the last night, um, it's kind of cool because I mean, I know it was just a full house. Looking back and all around, it was great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, next one is this house is not for sale. Um, love it. I always I love this one live, especially because of Phil's outro solo that they added into the show, uh, added to the song. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, this where they show the windows and the oh on the yeah on the screens yeah. yeah. I thought that, and I'm glad you brought that up too, because um, for Milwaukee, I was front row center, and then for Raleigh, I was fourth row center. When you're further back, you kind of get an idea of the whole the whole show production, because when you're front row or fourth row, you pretty much only have your eyes set on the band and maybe some of, some of the production. But with me being 10th row, you get more of the production value of the lighting and the screens and the the way the band is formed and and so that's that's that was cool for me last night was being able to see more of the production of the show um another thing i wanted to ask you too speaking of production and i talked to some other friends too who said the same thing i i couldn't get really good you know with these bad boys you know the iphones you, you get really good photos I couldn't get good photos last night. It was like the lighting was weird. Yeah, I agree with that too. I it didn't look as clear as it could have been. Yeah. I almost brought a regular camera, but I I don't know if I want to bring it in there or not. Yeah, I've never I haven't had that problem, you know, since iPhones got really good. With, I'm not doubting iPhones because I know that some Android users are having the same problem too. So I think there was some kind of problem with lighting. You couldn't get a clear image on on phones for some reason. I so I had a lot of other friends telling me that too. So um, anyway, next one is old, uh, just older. Um, another staple in the setlist, which I was kind of surprised on this tour um, that just older was played every night, which is great. I love just older. Uh, I kind of got into a, a little Captain Crash frenzy this month, yeah. hoping it would get played at some point. I said this before, but I think, you know, with Born to Follow, Just Older, and uh, even Who Says, 
or Do What You Can, Whole Lot of Leaving, Lost Highway. Those six songs could have gotten swapped with uh, Because We Can, um, Captain Crash, just a bunch of different songs that, that could have been interchanged. But uh, I've said this before, I don't want to say it again. What I really love about Just Older on this tour is the Sha La La edition. And now that I know that you haven't seen any YouTube videos before the show, what did you think of the whole, uh, when he started doing the Sha La La? Obviously, you know it's an addition to the song. Yeah, uh, no, that was great to hear, but he's a year older than me, so I get the just older stuff, you know? Yeah. The, you know, how people remember you in high school, and then you're just older, and so mm -hmm. I really like that song, too. Yeah. yeah. I remember, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, for me, you know, I'm in my 20s. I turn 30 next weekend, so I kind, kind of, I, I'm nervous about turning 30. So, for, <laughs> so for the first time for me, I, I know you're probably thinking you're turning 30. It's not that big of a deal. Right. For me, <laughs> for me it is. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, for the last 29 years, I never really could relate to Just Older. It's just one of those fun sing-along songs now. But now I feel a little bit. Well, uh, I, I remember him with the long hair. Yeah. Kept the hair short and kind of changed their look a little bit. Yeah. That, that's what I remember from the long, you know, what all the girls like, all the long hair, you know. <laughs> I started, you know, the crush era, 2000. And uh, and so, yeah. Uh, next one is Let It Rain. This is one of my favorites mm -hmm. on 2020. And I'm glad that it was pretty, it's, it's, I think actually did play it every, every single night. Um, I know before we started recording here, we were talking about a highlight for us was the harmonica. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk about the harmonica part. Well, yeah, I got a good video of that. Um, I was really glad to see him play it because some shows I've heard that, you know, he either played it or he only played a little bit of it. And he played a lot. I thought it was great. I mean, he he played for a few minutes, it seemed like. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was glad to see that, and it was on. It's on the new album, and that's what he's out promoting. You know, not just the old stuff. Yep. So that hear that too. Yeah, and you know, since you didn't see any of these, no. So obviously, you know that the harmonica is not on the studio version of Let It Rain. So right. this this was a total surprise to you, not. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, and uh, I missed that. He used to play it quite a bit more, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I know, especially like Born to Be My Baby or. Homebound train used to do that all the time, yep. so so that was a, that was really nice. I I just love Let It Rain. Everything about it live is so good. You know the way that they do the screen, you know yep. on the screens it's the window panels during a storm, you know, and the way he does the harmonica, and then you know at the end you know Christ I'm calling, and then yeah you know, I always love watching Phil at the end where they do like the boom boom boom, and then Phil's jumping up and down along with the drums. Yeah, it's just I hope that song continues live in the future yeah. i love it. um so so during let it rain i kind of embrace that a little more because that song has potential of never getting played again you know you you get every tour you know you get certain like for example the what about now album that's what the water made me was a heavily played on that tour it's kind of a forgotten track now it doesn't get played live anymore yeah. as a few audibles but never played so I, I wanted to really embrace Let It Rain because it may not get played again. 
Um, but we'll see. Uh, next one's Keep the Faith. Huge fan favorite. So like I said, you know, with Beautiful Dragon Born to Be My Baby, a lot of the casual fans didn't know the new stuff. So Let It Rain was one of those songs where a lot of people sat. Um, but when, once Keep the Faith, you know, the boom, 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 you know, everyone got up. And uh, Keep the Faith was really good, I thought, last, last night. Like, compared oh, okay. to the, yeah, I Wait. thought it was electrifying and just amazing. Yeah, when they all went back, like they all huddled together in the back and all played together, that was that was amazing. That was a really great, great um, yeah. collection of all of them. And, you know, and, and Keep the Faith really showcased how well John was feeling. I mean, vocally, energy-wise, he was on fire, and Keep the Faith proved that. And um, I, I, I took uh, a video of that, and I have it on my YouTube. Um, he was just yeah did you see how far which we'll get into the uh giving away the maracas at the end but did you see yes. right right before he kind of finishes up to go downstairs while the band does the outro did you see how far how high up he threw those i, I did amazing. like like they were touching i mean and bridgestone arena is huge and it's t very very tall as well I felt like those maracas went and touched the ceiling. Those yeah. babies went high. And so I was like, there's no way he's catching those. <laughs> he caught them. Yeah, yeah. I might be exaggerating here, but they were pretty high. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of the maracas, did you see that he threw it to a fan at the end? I turned to my right, right when he did it. And when I looked back, I saw who got him. And I was so glad she got him because yeah, she's so many shows. Yeah. And she She's she's just a huge fan, and it was great yeah. to see. Them. Yeah, we we won't mention her name just because of privacy and stuff. I don't know if she'd want to be you know mentioned, but yeah, she totally deserved them. She is such a sweetheart, yeah. and it, it's good to see those stuff given to fans. And usually he does, you know, last night at this show he'll give like I've seen him throw maracas before to fans, and you know, so that was great. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. And I just remember, like, he went right up to her and threw him, and and uh, that was sweet. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about the outro. The outro was, you know, so I, I did my David cam because it's so fun to watch David do the yes. you know, piano and keys and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about Keep the Faith? No, it's just one of my favorites, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Next one is American Reckoning. I love American Reckon. It's a great song. I am I'm tired of it live though. I'm I was kind of hoping this would get now obviously I want to back up just for a second. So you didn't get to you kind of didn't want any spoilers. So at the beginning of the tour, about half I think eight, nine shows in, they did an acoustic set of American Reckoning or Lower the Flag and then um uh, the second one was We Don't Run Acoustic, and um, Sunday will be Saturday Night Acoustic. So was, so the whole band came down. You'll have to see this on YouTube now since the tour is over. Well, and you don't... Was it kind of like the Circle? Remember at the Circle Tour, they would come down and do acoustic? Was it like that? Yeah, but they're all on stage. John was in the middle, yeah. and then John's right was Everett, Shanks, er, and Tico. And then to John's left was David um phil and 
Q. Yeah. I, I told you, my, my brain is scattered right now. Um, so yeah, yeah. So 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 yeah. then. Right. So the second half of the tour, they stopped doing the acoustic set. So I'm kind of sad you didn't get to see that. And so, but uh, yeah, it, it was great. You know, I, I think that the whole acoustic set also, it was great to see, but it was also a missed opportunity because they played the same songs every night during the, you know, the acoustic set, that ability to see what songs would work with a crowd and doing different things. You know, they could have done always acoustic or something to believe in or it's hard letting you go. And I, I could list a thousand yeah. songs. But uh, anyway, so back to this. So no acoustic set. Um, they started out with American. I do like how John comes back with that harmonica. Yeah. Uh, you know, he introduces the song with harmonica, and then he finishes the song with harmonica. Um, the what? A little side note here was, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Houston. I think it was Houston. He was playing the harmonica, and it just wasn't working for him, and so he threw it. And you know, he was frustrated. Did you see that video? Uh, someone told me about it. Like it was a negative thing. I'm like, hey, if it's not working, it's not working. Yeah. You know? All through tours, there's always something that, like like John's guitar not working or the mic not working. It happens. Yeah. So the entire time of him doing the harmonica for American Rock, I'm like, I hope it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But uh, do it. <laughs> but what did you think of American Reckoning uh, at this show? Um, I like the song. I kind of I know the story behind it. Um, it's not one of my favorite, but I mean, it's it's his 2020 album he's promoting, and yeah. I know it's it means it has purpose. You know. Yeah. I think this one's his absolute favorite on this album because he he's played it almost every night. I, I would have thought Story of Love would have been um, heavily played, but it, it, the only time it was played around and not to brag, I got to see it live. Yeah, but it got played one time on this tour. And I I was surprised. Yeah, that, you know, but well, yeah, I so. had a note that I uh, remember um, during the pandemic he. They had that special on YouTube and oh yeah, and, every, like this. and if you didn't know about the songs, it made you like the album more, I think, because it gave more purpose yeah. to it. He talked about every song and why he wrote it and like this song, you know, he explained why he wrote it. And I just like that now it just made me want to listen to the album more, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you said it perfectly. Uh next one's whole lot of leaving. Um a whole lot of leaving. I, I I could go without it on a set list. Um, I, I thought I thought it was good last night. Uh, you know, with the with the Lost Highway influence, Nashville influence. Um, I could see why it was, it was definitely. I I, I figured it was going to get played. Yeah, he played that one. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a hit or miss on the tour. He'll do it sometimes, and then other times he he would do it. Um, anything you want to say about that one? Um, no, it's just another yeah. one. Sing along and. We've seen that a bunch of times. Yeah. Next one's Do What You Can. So I was excited for this one because um, in Milwaukee and Raleigh, he didn't do Do What You Can. And so I wanted to – so we got, you and I both got to see it at the runaway trip last June. Yes. Live for the first time. He actually opened the show with Do What You Can. So that was great. So ever since, I've wanted to see the band do it live. And I didn't, I didn't get to see it in Milwaukee or Raleigh. 
So I was I was glad that he was doing this uh, this show, and that was yeah. it, it was great. You know, and I love the way in the bridge. You know, he goes now that we've got the vaccination. You know, that yeah. little one changed up the words a little bit because now oh. it's past tense. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I really uh, enjoyed Do What You Can at that show. I, I really like the version with um, Jennifer Nettles. I just oh. love. He hits yeah. the high notes and just, just, they're yeah. a good um, duet. Yeah. 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 And the way that she does the, uh, the outro, um, I, I, I just had some, uh, some friends tweet me, Hey, do you think Jennifer Nettles will um, show up? Because I, I, I guess she was in town. Someone was saying, oh, or, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I didn't see these tweets until after. So I didn't even think about it, but like, how cool would that have been? Yeah. For her to show up. Because there were, um, I don't know if I should mention on the pod, there, there were some special guests backstage um, last last night, but um, I don't know if I should mention on the podcast. Um, next, <laughs> yeah, next one was Sleep When I'm Dead, which this one was um, a huge crowd pleaser. You know, everyone, I was looking around the arena, everyone's hands were up and, you know, the clapping, you know. Yeah. Um, just a fun one live. Um, what, he doesn't always play it when he's in full concert. You don't hear him play it all the time. So it was yeah, great to hear it live and with the band. Yeah. And yeah. Laugh, oh, you know. Yeah. He he didn't do it the first three four shows. First three shows, and then in Charlotte and after he's done it every night, and it's 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 great, especially because after the acoustic set or after these excuse me, heavier songs, you know, this one's up and light beat, or, you know, light and upbeat, and uh, it, get, it gets the crowd going. Another thing that I've noticed, too, was most of the tour doing the song, they didn't do it, but they did for the last few nights, where uh, John would wave Hugh, Shanks, and Phil over, over to David, and they just kind of flaunt and admire David, and, you know, they're like... Yeah. Uh, and he's in the keys. I saw I got a really cool photo. I love that. You know, kind of give David a little bit of a spotlight. Oh yeah, I love it when he does that. Yeah, and then you know, right before roller coaster, which we'll get into here in a second, but right before roller coaster, they do a John did a, a band inter introduction, and uh, I just loved watching each band member get their applause. You know, because a lot of times, you know, people think Bon Jovi is just John, but you know. It's a band, and so the you know, everyone got their little you know huge applause. And but did you hear the roar when Tico was introduced? Oh yeah, like that was incredible. The crowd just screamed when Tico uh, was introduced. So I I love that. Yeah, uh, Tico and um, yeah. Did he do that every show? He introduced them every show. Not every, so I think he was kind of cautious on time. I did notice on some shows, because I did updates every night on Twitter. So John would kind of do it a little bit right before the encore, a few songs. And so when he didn't do it, you know that he was stretched for time, because it takes about three, four minutes for him to do it. So that's, that's worth a whole song right there. Oh, you know, yeah. minutes. So, but most of the shows he did. Um, Anyway, so the next one uh, is Lost Highway. I knew this one was going to get played because it's Nashville. I knew that one was going to get played. Um, 
I love the visual effects. So, so since this was your first show of the tour, what did you think of the visual effects of uh, oh, Sideway? Horizontal photos of that because uh, that really you want to catch all that because that I mean I don't know who does his graphics but that's all a lot of good coordination to get that to do all that and I was like oh, yeah. it's amazing to watch it I was watching that stuff a lot too during the show you know mm -hmm. I'm a graphic person so I like all yeah. that stuff but um, yeah it was really cool the the uh, pictures and everything that went by. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, you know, whoever did the visual effects, I mean, they deserve a great pat on the back because it was great and just so visually perfect on how it was programmed with the song. Um, yeah, that was good. Next one is one of my favorite highlights of the night: Roller Coaster. Yeah. This is one of those songs where I think Roller Coaster could have been a massive hit if it wasn't shadowed by the other "This House Is Not For Sale" singles. Everybody in the crowd was jumping to this song and yeah. roller coaster is, is one of my top five favorite songs and so my wife makes fun of me but when i see roller coaster live it like captivates me it's like it's like being in an ocean and you're just one of the waves it just it lifts you and it takes you away for three four minutes you know like i'll even like close my eyes and sing along it's just it i just i love it live and it's so cool to see look around the arena and everyone's dancing to it. everyone's pushing their hands up in the air for the chorus i love it no it's one of my favorites and you know even when i hear it in the store or something i'm like oh my god it's roller coaster <laughs> they're playing roller yeah. coaster yeah it's a it's a good it's a good one off that album <laughs> yeah i love and i knew they were going to get into it like i said earlier you kind of based on what songs are going to get played and i saw shanks and um get his acoustic guitar so I'm thinking he's either doing Amen, which hasn't been done yet, or um, uh, Roller Coaster. Obviously, and obviously it was Roller Coaster. Uh, next one is Who Says. I was wondering, so majority of the tour, Who Says was actually an encore song. Oh, really? Yeah. So with so the entire show, I was wondering, okay, so Prayer is not obviously not going to be at the end of the show because Prayer would always be the last song before the encore. You know, they would do prayer, then take a small five minute break and then come back out for the encore. So I'm thinking, okay, what could they possibly do as the final show before the encore? And obviously the answer is who says, but who says would be actually the first song of the encore, but not, I'm getting carried away here. So well, who says was played. He plays uh, who says a lot, like the the uh, acoustic shows too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this easy strumming and just a good song everybody loves, so he just plays it, you know. Yep, exactly. So I don't have too much to say about. It. I mean, it's one of those fun songs. You know, raise your hands and it's all right, it's all right, it's. You know, I love that. Um, anything else you want to say about who says? No, it's just a good sing along song. Yeah. Like you know, all us fans like it. So yeah. yeah, it's a good one to put on the list. Yeah, so I was wondering if he was going to do anything else after. Obviously, we know that the encore is coming, but I was wondering if he was going to do anything else, especially maybe an extra Lost Highway track. I think this would have been a great way to put in I Love This Town, whether it was after Who Says, and then take a break, then do the encore, or then start the encore with I Love This Town, you know? Um, but they didn't. So, the, so, that, so then... I remember John at the end of who says, you know, good night, thank you so much, blah, blah. And obviously, you and I we both know there was more to come. Yeah. But then they right. left, and then 
that I noticed that they were playing with Tico's drums. Did you notice that during uh, the band's break? I, you could hear like someone tapping on the drums. No, I didn't hear. Yeah. So they were working on Tico's drum set. I noticed that like, the break kind of seemed a little longer. So I don't know if maybe there was something wrong with Tico's drum set, but then they, they got it figured out. And then what I loved was you didn't see anything. You didn't see the band on stage or anything yet. All of a sudden you heard that. Da, 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 you know, and that was John doing that in that quick intro. And then all of a sudden the whole band comes up and you know one it's coming because John did the da 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 da. Um did I, I didn't notice any of the mistakes, but did you well, notice how he stopped, ahead. right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, stop, stop, stop. And then but what was wrong? I didn't know what was wrong. I you can barely tell, but I think Phil did like a little like little note mess up right before the first verse starts, and then I think that screwed John up a little bit. He wasn't on the right strumming pattern for the song. Oh, I think okay. that's what. And so that's when John was like, "Stop, stop, stop!" And then they just redid it. Those are the kind of moments that I love about a show because you know that it. I like to call it it's imperfectly perfect. Right. Because you know it's live, it's not lip sync, it's not, it's a live band, so your mistakes happen. I I love seeing stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this is cool, you know, something. Um, and obviously with Nashville, you got. I want to back up too. I'm getting ahead of myself here. This is my 59th Bon Jovi show that I've ever seen. I. What's that? That's amazing. I know. But so my point of saying that is I have never, ever, I've never seen the band in Nashville. So this is my first time seeing the band in Nashville. I have never heard a crowd scream and have such an uproar and excitement for Wanted as I did in Nashville. The crowd just went crazy over, over Wanted. If I, if I had to say which crowd, which song had the best crowd interaction it was wanted this the whole arena was just screaming wanted and it was amazing you know like like i said beginning when they were doing the da 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 the crowd just screamed i thought that was incredible i don't know if you caught that you know how yeah, crazy. yeah. yeah. It, the energy all night was amazing it was just great yeah was, yeah and I noticed a longer pause. You know, this is the stuff diehards notice here. I noticed the longer pause. To, so at the end of the song, you know, you know, with Richie, you know, they would always get together and do the fist bump. But now yeah. John just stands there alone. He takes the guitar and holds it up. Yes. Compared to the other shows, he held that guitar up a little longer. He did. I know. I think he was just kind of taking it all. Maybe he even noticed, too, how big wanted was there last night you know how well received it was mm -hmm. yeah. and i remember just watching him stand there with his guitar for a while like he he's taking it all in oh yeah that was amazing yes that um, would. The, the next one is bad medicine everyone was off their seats too i i thought everything was for some reason Compared to all the other songs, I thought Bad Medicine was a lot louder as far as sound goes. Like, it was just off the cuff, loud in your face, which I thought was great. Yeah. I, I love Bad Medicine, too. I mean, you can't help but just sing along. and Yeah. It was uh, good. 
my favorite thing. I, I think Badass is great as an encore song, especially to finish the show. Um, what I really liked, and I saw that John did it, um, a Twitter video, Instagram video of him down backstage with his stairs, and he comes back out to do the one more time segment. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so the the first thirteen shows, he did the one more time segment on stage. So in Dallas and Nashville, right at the end of um, of the song, he'd be like, "Okay, good night," and he'd walk off the stage. Let me back up for a second. So, you know, for like, I'll be there for you when they would do that song at the very end of the show, um, he would wave goodbye and go. And so people think, okay, he's gone. So he did, he kind of did that similar to Bad Medicine, but he would still be backstage with the mic, still saying, you you want more? Um, <laughs> how about one more time? And then the crowd, he comes right back up the stairs, Throws. I remember he threw off his jacket, threw it in the air, and then like he was. He had so much energy and excitement. Yeah. He like even took his sleeves of uh, that blue yeah. shirt and kind of just ripped it <laughs> and stuff. And he was like, "Here I am." And yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I, I even looked over to my wife like, "This is." He's doing more. He was just on fire, and uh, I I love that part. And, I hope he continues that in the future because that was kind of cool. He goes off the stage, goes down his stairway, says, you want more? One more time? It comes right back up and does this whole energy. And that crowd just went crazy. I, I love it. That, that was my favorite Bad Medicine performance I've ever seen. I, I will say that. Yeah, it was really great. Anything else you want to say about Bad Medicine before we get into the heavy stuff? Um. No, I just, it's just a crowd pleaser and it's, it's just one of those hits. Yeah. No, yeah. I love it. So here is some, we'll start talking about the heavy stuff. So they did their, their uh, bows. And I was wondering if John was going to do anything else after this. Um, so they did their bows and then John did a little speech, which he hasn't done at all for the rest of the tour. And he kind of talked about, why they did this April tour. And he mentioned about, you know, that the last two and a half years they weren't able to tour because of the pandemic. Obviously we had that 2020 tour plan and that got canceled. Oh yeah. And uh, and and so John pretty much said, you know, this was a test to see if we could still do it. And I remember my heart just sank and I'm thinking, of course you can still do it. Did you did you not see the crowd crowd's excitement during bad medicine five minutes ago? And I think John realized they still got it. They can still sell out arenas. And uh, it's not the end, you know. And, but it made me choke up a little bit just thinking John second-guessing himself if they could still do what they do, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden you see John going, one more, one more. And I, I knew they were going to do I'll Be There For You, which I truly – think is, is a great way to end the show and i'm thinking you know when that final tour does come and they have to pick a song to end the show with i'll be there for you is the perfect song and, and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say why it made me choke uh, i i i'm one of those i don't cry kind of guys yeah. I, I cried last night <laughs> because I, it was the last show I haven't been able to see my favorite band on stage since 
three years ago since this house tour and it, just being i was i i was so happy that they were touring again and doing these 15 shows and just being able to see them again you know it, it's so much happiness you know because we always joke with each other the post-concert uh withdrawal depression no, depression uh, yeah. and and uh you know, for Milwaukee and Raleigh, I was like, oh, I got more shows to look forward to, so I'm not too worried about it. But knowing that this is it for a while, you know, obviously we know that there's things that are coming, but right now, this is it. And I wasn't the only one choking up either. I was looking around and I saw other diehard fans crying. I saw, you know, the occasional fans crying. And it was it was emotional for some reason. And I think it was because of that, with John's little speech beforehand, and just the way that it was played, it was emotional, I think, for a lot of people, even John himself. Um, did you choke up at all or no? Oh, yeah, no. And then yeah. knowing the last song of the last of the tour, and yeah. that more emotional, but I've never heard it played live like that before. Yeah. It was really great to hear him sing it and the emotion. And he, he the look <laughs> on his face, you knew. <coughs> He was just loving it and that he knew he had it. You know what I yeah. mean? He still and got it. Yeah. He he knew how proud the fans were of him on this tour. You know, I I won't get into you know, I know there was a lot of hate out there, but I think the fans that still supported him and loved him like us, he knew there's tons of fans still out there that love and support him. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you know, especially the ending, you know, of I'll Be There For You, I was choking up because I was actually thinking, you know, we know the final tour is coming. You know, we know Tico's getting up in age and just a, a different factor. So, and I was thinking, you know, this would be so good to play as a final song on a final tour. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about that, but I was also thinking too, you know, this is the last song of the of the tour. And the way, I mean, John was really pouring it. I've seen I'll Be There For You a ton of times over the years. But this one, he was really pouring his heart out. And then at the end, you know, he does his ad-libs, you know, through the wind, through the snow, through the driving rain. I love that. Oh, it was incredible. And then you could see, you know, on previous shows, he's done I'll Be There For You a couple of times as an encore song. He kind of walks off and the band finishes and then that's it. Did you see him fight it? You know, maybe it was just for the theatric part of the show, you know. But I also think it was him personally. He was having a hard time walking off that stage. He, yeah. he. I don't think he wanted. To, you know, you know. I was looking at time too, and it was going on ten to eleven, which eleven o'clock is the end. You know, you can't do it. You can't go past eleven. You, I, I could see him fighting. He didn't want to leave. I, I remember just watching him look around the arena, yeah, proud. You know. And then that shot I got of him with his hand oh, up his chest, yeah. That was a great shot. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, you know, I remember him going from his spot on the stage, going to the stairs, and he'd come back and, you know, he did, yeah. a, little, he did a little bit extra, too, of I'll be there for you and the whoa, whoa, whoa with the crowd. He did that a little extra, too. And then I remember him, you know, going, starting to go down the stairs, and he stopped and turned around real quick. And just looked around the entire arena. You could tell he was choking up a little bit too. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, you know, we don't know what he was thinking at that time too. But 
I think he if he did not realize before, he realized then how much the fans still love him and oh. that they still got it. They can still tour. And uh, we know this isn't the end, obviously. We know there's more to come. But I, I, I'm going to admit, I cried during yeah. this performance because it was that good. Just the emotion behind it. And it was that good. And I think he misses misses his fans, I think. you know. Yeah, I, I do too. And I think, you know... Maybe, you know, prior to the beginning when he had that crowd interaction, I think maybe that had a little bit to play uh, as well. But I, I think, you know, the end, you know, if what he said was that they wanted to see if they still could do what they were, you know, still tour and sell out arenas, blah, blah, blah. I think he realized he can. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, with 40 years coming up, you know, we, you know, I'm sure they got big plans for us, you know, torn and stuff. And so, but and my feeling with it and probably you too, because you went on more than one is so addicting. You want to go again. You want to go the next I, one, next one. And we didn't have any over there to go to. And I'm like, I got to go to Nashville. Yeah, you got <laughs> but all you guys, the friends that I've met over the past few years, yeah. I, I can't name how many I have now through this whole experience and being a fan is great. It's so much fun, and we could all go. All, all the, a lot of girls that are like by themselves and stuff. They're like, I can do this by myself now because I know all you guys. And I'm like, absolutely, we can all just join together, like you and me. And, and now I re- met you and Rachel and yeah. Michael and everybody else. You know, so yeah. it's so much fun. It, that is my favorite part of of the show. You know, with the diehard fan base. You know, and social media and the fan club and all that and going to different shows, different events, you get to know people and we may not see each other every day, but we all get close with each other. You know, we still interact with each other. And, you know, just like, you know, we had so many we, we hung up so many people yesterday yeah. and that's what makes it so special is. Experience like. I'll be there for you is the perfect example. I felt so, I, I don't want to say silly, but like I, I was overcome with emotion that I choked up, but seeing other people choking up and having tears in their eyes, that makes it what we get each other, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, like like my friends and stuff, they'll make fun of me, you know, they'll, you know, but like, you know what, you don't get it, <laughs> you know? You know, it, it's not like I'm, I'm sad tears. It's like a bittersweet tear, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's the perfect example. You know, we all get each other and we both know how much we love the band, what the band means to us. You know, I always joke around. I say, when I get home, my friends will ask me, how was the show? And I'll be like, oh my God, they opened with prayer and they did this and they did that. And my friend's like, I don't care. I just want to hear you say it was good. That's it. Yeah, but exactly. if you were to ask me, hey, how was this show? You genuinely care. You want to know what happened with prayer. I'll be there for you and, and stuff like that. You know, so it's yeah. great. But, you know, obviously, you know, there's probably going to be some runaway trips that will happen at some point. And then, you know, we'll get more stuff in Bon Jovi world and uh, see what's to come. So anything, anything what's that? And see what the next tour will bring. If we hoping there's another tour, yes. Yeah, 
Well, you know, publicly, Tico has mentioned that they're doing a 40th year anniversary tour. Mm, okay. So, so, um, cross our fingers. Yeah. That, you know, I, I would, I know this is not the end. So, but I was thinking if this was the end, you know, I, I shouldn't say because I know it, it, that it's not, but I was thinking if this was the end, it was a beautiful way, you know, but like I said, this isn't the end. There's more to come, but, but uh, it's a good way to close it. The end. Yeah. By I just, yeah, I, I have a feeling, you know, as far as Torin goes, I have a feeling it's coming, you know, with, Tico getting up there. I mean, Tico's still a badass drummer, you know, so I don't even see him slowing down. But at some point, you know, it's, it's coming. It's going to happen at some point, you know. You know, I still think they'll, they might do some residencies and they might do like a little tour like they did this, you know, April. You know, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what John decides what he wants to do. But, yeah. Uh, sure. Anything else you want to say about the show overall? Uh, no, I just think it was great. Had a great time this weekend and looking forward to seeing you guys again out on the road somewhere. I'm sure, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, we all, we met in uh, June and we became fast. I mean, we, we've talked online together uh, since then. And then we, we got to hang out uh, over the weekend and stuff. And it's great. So it's always, always a blast seeing other friends and, and stuff like that. It's like, we like, it's like we, never stop seeing each other you know just the right. way that we kind of link up and and, and all that so Especially uh, with media, we're always interacting so that's great exactly well i don't I, let me finish the recording but um i want to thank you for coming on today i knew you were one of the perfect people to kind of come on and talk about the show with me and uh, because I know that how much you love the band too, and how much you love the show, so I want to thank you for even doing this so late while it's still fresh in our minds. I, I I thank you very much for coming on tonight. No problem. Pleasure to do it. All right, just hang on real quick. Let me end this, and uh, like I said, thank you again. All right, thanks, Jerry. Yeah.